Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Get ready to find your free will from your roots in the stars. Hello, hello, hello. This is Sue Rose Minahan, and tonight is March 7th, 2020, and it is our 100th show. Ta-da! Ooh! <laughs> Yay! Oh, wow! That was a little help of our friends here at the station. Hey, I love it. Thank you. Yes, it's most extraordinary. The time goes along, and then all of a sudden, boom, that is so Piscean. Wouldn't you know? We couldn't have even planned that. Meaning that Pisces, of course, is timelessness. Well, to celebrate, and I do need to mention, interrupting myself here, that this is repeated Thursday the 12th at 6 o'clock in the morning, and that's Thursday, yes. And we are going to daylight savings, and this is tonight. But the point is, for our 100th Talk Cosmos show tonight, March 7th, is offering a grand prize consultation and mini reading consultations That'll be awarded March 21st, and that's a Saturday program, and it opens our third season. Yes, the numbers are counting. It's amazing. So to do that, you email info at talkcosmos.com, your name, your phone number, and if you want to give your birth data, great. If you have a question, that's great, too. Because eventually I'll be be getting all that. but And we will pull those names on the 21st, which will be in Aries. So I'm really excited. I'm so thankful. I just also found out the most astounding information, because I asked the studio here at 1150 KKNW in Bellevue, what the numbers were. You know, last May, the the station collapsed. collaborated or partnered, I would say, with Podcast One, which has many, 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 many podcasts, including Talk Cosmos, to listen to the past episodes. And I was so shocked and very happy that somehow out there, there are many ears because last month we had 3,000 people listen to this show. That's over the collective period of that month to the four different shows, technically the four shows. So I'm very honored and really, really delighted to per- to have participation and to offer this grand prize consultation with the runner-ups. So I'm hoping however many come in, we'll find a way to connect, and that'll be most exciting. So, and it's also ma- most amazing because Pisces is a sign that has oneness. It is the cosmos, the entirety of everything. Could be on simplistic terms, and as we've been discussing with my collaborators tonight, can be quite complex. But the fact that there's so many people there is is so exciting. How to begin this topic? It, we, our subject is, why is this in my movie? It's an, it's an existential question. 
generally, we've been thinking about the Neptune and Pisces as focused and not focused. And in many ways, with our retrograde that we're just finishing up right now, Mercury, which three times a year does this apparent retrograde as it whizzes around the sun so close to the sun. It's been in Pisces right now. It happens to be in Aquarius. I know this conversation will come up again during tonight's conversation, but I just thought I'd mention it, that uh, we've been doing a lot of focusing and non-focusing. It's in Pisces. It's like, where do we see the dots through the fog? It's, it's just amazing. Well, it's going to be exciting, and now it is time for Cosmic Collaboration. Investigating the deeper questions of this month's archetype and integrating spirit and matter for unified wholeness, this is your Cosmic Collaboration Panel. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos, an evolutionary astrologer and consultant, plus a certified color energy coach. I explore creative expression as an artist, a musician, and write abundantly, stories to poetry. I love investigating mythology's language, philosophizing eternity, and I'm a perpetual student of life, seeing oneness of body, spirit of people, animals, and nature. I'm Shannon Hayes, a certified evolutionary astrologer and consultant, including Mayan astrology. I'm a stargazer, and I work with animal spirit cards. I own a hair salon, and I'm a nature lover, animal activist, and photographer. And I'm Amanda Pierce, a soul-centered astrologer, astrological consultant, and empowerment-based meditation teacher. I have a BA in psychology, I'm a wellness enthusiast with a passion for healthy eating, and I enjoy creating new realities and shifting old paradigms. And like the Sufi poet Rumi says, you, you are, are the entire ocean in, in a drop. Woo! it's so exciting to hear that all the time. Well, in Pisces, we will begin this as usual, each one of us identifying a theme that we think is important. And in this case, it could be such a potpourri. I'm going to say, focus, not focus, let the sun drops of the reflection in every fog relate. Okay, so, <laughs> so I have a story to tell that actually, for me, describes this whole thing. So... The other night, Sue and I were in the car. She came to pick me up, and we went to see music at the Triple Door, which was really, really fun. But as we're driving down the street, this car <laughs> is in the other lane from us. I'm looking out the window. It has no lights on, and it is driving down the wrong side of the street, completely going the other way. And I hear behind me, after I'm watching it pass by, a potpourri of cars honk, honk, honking at the right. <laughs> and I just turn to Sue, and I'm going, yeah, that kind of sums up a lot about, like, you know, Mercury and Pisces, the whole, like, kind of Piscean energy, like, just what I've been hearing people talk about. Like, you know, I have people ask me all the time, what is going on? What is going on? What is going on? It's so crazy right now. Why is it so chaotic? It was wild, and it was on the far right-hand side. I'm on the inside left hand, and I just, all I thought was at least I'm in the right lane, and later I thought, that's so crazy. 
I mean, I that car. Yes. <laughs> I know. Well, it was crazy. It was like right on my side. I'm like going, oh. <laughs> nice. Oh. And Amanda, uh, <laughs> you must have something too. <laughs> well, I don't have any crazy stories like that. But um, when I think of Neptune, I think of uh, reality and the ultimate reality. And sometimes that can be bliss. Like you find that real truth and oneness with spirits or it can be completely heartbreaking and you can be completely disillusioned because you have these illusions up and that's mm, Neptune. It is. It's wanting truth all the time. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And if we seem like a scattered in some ways, it's like, what's the theme? Really? That brings us back to, well, the car journey and also just the fact that Neptune you know, it connects everything in unity. And Neptune it has seems to have a lot more themes associated with than other planets. It's just so big and so vast. Yeah, it's timelessness. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, it, like you said, it encompasses everything, you know. And so all those points, that's what I was thinking about the fog, it's from the external going into the internal. You know, it's, it doesn't have any... Uh, space doesn't space no boundaries and so it's like we need to be always reacting there's a part of us that's reacting to such a wide variety or impulse of things of of, of stimulus i mean even the words are a little difficult yeah i think the some like you're saying with the stimulus factor i think it's like um with Neptune, it can be easy to be overstimulated or overwhelmed by mm. things, which is what creates, like, the reaction part of the whole thing. You know, it's like because you don't really know exactly where things are coming from at first. So when you, you know, you don't have all the information like the there, car. you just have this, like, big <laughs> sense of, like, The car's going the in the wrong direction. <laughs> right, the car's going the wrong direction. Help. <laughs> yeah. And very determined. Yes. And and we all come into this world in a state of innocence. And that's also a Neptune concept. And, you know, it's a it's a big, scary world. And we we kind of develop these distortions in our the way we see things just to kind of help us survive and get through. Um, and so we're, we're all really just getting through life and we all have our separate views of reality. You know, no one quite sees things quite the same way. Mm. And it's never quite the ultimate truth. You know, we all have our distortions. Well, that's a thought because so many of the planets, not planets, but the energies. I have to go back to energies constantly. We have to, without giving the illusion, which is very Piscean here too, of, of, of being forced into anything, but there is this energetic realm of truth that many of the archetypes have. But Neptune, in this cosmology of the totality of everything, really is what we would call uh, cosmology truth. (laughs) I don't know. You mean like the bigger truth, like the collective consciousness or oneness yes the, the yeah. laws of like like universal laws. universal yeah. law Stuff, thank you yeah. that's yeah. it it's yeah universal truth universal yeah. truth and uh and pisces is 
co-ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is the traditional ruler, and Jupiter has to do a lot with natural laws. So Injustice, laws, injustice. And, yeah. yeah. And Neptune truly going to that is the raw, the wild of nature. You know, it is the untamed. That's the other word that keeps coming. And I know, right. yes. There's a wonderful book. We must say it now. Maurice Fernandez wrote Neptune, which is quite an illustrative, and I say illustrative book because it denotes these stages of this initial innocence and naivety of Neptune. Right. He talks about the, the, all the different stages of Neptune and how people are in different stages at given times, how you work through stages, like the truth, loss of innocence, innocence. From getting a bee sting, for instance. Suddenly, or, or well, it could be so many elements, a sunburn. I think that's what yeah. we're talking about. I'll, I'll tell you a story about myself as a little kid. I, uh, and it has to do with a bee. I was a little kid and I was digging in the sandbox and this bee crawled up on my hand and I was like, oh, look at this beautiful creature. And then all of a sudden it stung me and I was like, oh, oh no. And, you know, that that innocence and that naivete was dashed. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's in your movie. That's in my movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that absolutely. is in your movie. <laughs> yeah. And movies are ruled by Neptune as well. You yes. know, it's all an yeah. illusion. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. there is that thought, like, the dream is the truth. I, I don't know which of the sages presents this, and it always gives you a lot of thought about that whole factor. Well, you know, the aboriginals in Australia believe that the dream time is more real than the this present life that we're living. Yeah. Right. Now, in yeah. astrology, that takes me back to prenatal. That's before our birth time, prenatal. There are eclipses. And the idea in astrology that they're very potent as far as an impetus or a significance on our personal identity. So, let's see, relating this, we were, help me here. Okay, so we were talking earlier about the prenatal eclipse. And let me see if I can state this. So, when, when we're coming into consciousness or we're we're about to be birthed the prenatal eclipse right the one just the eclipse pri just prior which could be months but yes could be months mm -hmm. and typically we're talking about the solar eclipse not the lunar eclipse true it's pretty standard although both are considered that's the the prenatal eclipse is the true intention of energetically of, of how we want to incarnate in this life. The essential needs, yes. The essential needs. But then the okay. actual birth date is the closest we could get. I suppose. I don't know if it's the closest. Now, that's always a huge But you have to be born before thought. you can figure out what, <laughs> what, what the eclipse is before you're born. So well, it's a high, kind of a hindsight thing. I mean, you can't you oh, have yeah, to be yeah. born in order well, to see it. Well, it's with this yeah. idea that there is a spiritual essence. And again, <clears throat> not all people believe this. This, again, might be refuting a lot of the people's listening. And even, I don't know if of your, of each of you's. But if we are a spirit as returning to this source, the, the Neptunian cosmos source. And, and if we are consciously intending to incarnate. 
That's kind of the idea. Right. Right. Exactly. That we've we're coming. Oh, it's from, a choice. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, coming from other lifetimes, so we're choosing. It's a choice to come into this life to reconnect right. and reestablish this wheel of. Well, and you come in with certain. You come in with what you come in with. You yeah. come in your with your past and what you've been do- doing in the past, what you're working on, and what you're hoping to use that past for in the future. So, right to yeah. evolve. Right the, to evolve our soul. It's a continuous evolution. Evolving. Yeah. And so we're we're actually coming in with, if we're going with this um, philosophy, we're coming in with some distortion. You know. Right. right. Yeah. And we. Oh, come it wasn't in, perfect. That's true. And perhaps. we, we yeah. come in with some innocence, but then. Things happen, and it will. They'll typically back up the story that we have right. for the movie that's already been written. Yep. To initiate, yes, yeah. like yeah. our stage, like Shakespeare said, all is a stage. Yeah. Yes. And there's just so many different philosophies of, you know, why are we here? Mm-hmm. And it's all it's all very Neptunian, and we don't necessarily have the complete truth. We're just we're grasping, we're trying to find it, but it's it's again it's a it's it is hard to grasp, and that is very Neptunian. Oh, absolutely, because we don't have a, a guidebook or a rule book to help us do it, right? Right. We're, we're, we're figuring out our own way to navigate through things, which... <coughs> yeah. Along with certain sages and leaders of many metaphysical and spiritual um, emphasis, which you know I am grateful for, regardless of who follows who in this world for that... Because I'm, I'm remembering that it is our intention and the purpose that we bring and how we feel, you know, that um, sense of values. and Let's see. How do we re-thread ourselves out of this? <laughs> well, wait, well, wait. Let's go back to the prenatal clips because okay. you were bringing that up for a reason, right? Cause yes, the, I was. Because <laughs> I of the... Remember. <laughs> Know, why why are you talking about focus, this? not focus, Sue? <laughs> right. yeah, focus, not focus. <laughs> so, yeah, because we were looking at the, the um, prenatal solar eclipse for the U.S. chart and how much that it resonates with Pisces. Well, it does. It does. It absolutely does. Uh, it happened to be, and we'll give the date for that to people. It was February 19th, 1776. And this is Philadelphia, the capital of our nation, the United States. And it was at 8.33 a.m. Now, this is, we happen to have a porphyry chart. There's can be different house systems, but that's the what we're using at the moment. Um, and granted, remember that our Independence Day is July. But the fact is, is that, uh, so, uh, and this is just, well, I was going to try to explain some astrology. I thought, nope, I think that's complex enough. <laughs> we'll just keep it a little simpler. But looking at this chart, the sun and the moon, which is a solar eclipse, are at the same degree. It happens to be zero degrees Pisces, 33. And in Philadelphia at that moment, which had an Aries rising, so every, um, the middle of Aries, so it happens to be that they're in the 11th house which seems like this nation's uh, idealism of those persons that were working to initiate this nation had such idealism, Piscean idealism. Well, of course, yeah, because they were coming from all different places, right? 
to a certain ex- well, I guess at that point they had there were been immigrants seven in seventeen seventy six because the country had been around for people gathering for a hundred years or so. Yeah, but they were all coming from different places. I mean, America is the country of immigrants, melting pot, right? It's a melting pot. So, and and there's just such a hope <clears throat> of making something better, right? Than where they had come from. Exactly. Yeah, the eleventh house, hopes and dreams, right? Hopes Very and idealistic. Dreams. Yeah, exactly. and the, yeah. and elevation for all, right? You know, the, of of the community of the not just community, I suppose community. Well, they're families, and definitely, you know. Well, eleventh yeah, house definitely is more community, family, and yeah, neighbors, I, I, and yeah. I think that applies. It's the community of of the um, like <laughs> the spiritual. Europeans. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah at that time it was <laughs> right. And well, yeah, they were homes like homesteaders, right? Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. pretty innocent though, as far as thinking that their religion that they wanted. Oh, let's see, how political should we get? But at any rate, that their thinking at that time, it seems to me, was just from one location. So they were trying to get liberated, which is 11th house liberation, and trauma. They'd experienced a lot of trauma back home, back where they'd come from, from things that they couldn't control, which is the Piscean. But they were pretty innocent as far as thinking of what that would really ultimately mean. They weren't thinking of Buddhism they weren't thinking of a lot of other elements that, of course, but thankfully, there is that ability in this nation. So we have a lot of Piscean essence, I think, um, in the nation. That was one reason to bring it up. And truthfully, I can't remember the original reason why I brought it up. Well, not only is the, the sun and moon in Pisces, but Mars and Mercury are also in Pisces. Yeah, there's quite a stellium. So there is, and, and this chart will then color the energy of the um, of the actual natal chart or event chart for the United States. So, th- so there is some Pisces elements, and and you still see it continuing forward. It's there is there is a lot of idealism, and uh, think of how much you know Americans really hold our country up as like the the best and the ultimate. And there's also this great idea about nature, which we love because we've been a huge, we've been, we, at this moment, we're a large country and there's these wonderful national parks and there's these ideas that thankfully that there are these reservoirs of, of, of all these parks to retrieve our soul at and to, to relish in whether it's from Alaska or whether it's the middle of the nation, without having them forested and without having, you know, where the animals can roam and, and all of that. So that is our ideal. It's, there's a lot hinging on this that without escaping from, because that's the other well, element. Yeah, that's right. the other thing is that Neptune and Pisces can easily have the wool pulled over their eyes. So... And and be in denial that there's anything wrong, because they see things so simplistically. It's so perfect in its wholeness. Is this what you're? Well, thinking? I think that, yeah. I think that denial is, is there as kind of a safety mechanism. Mm. It kind of people people are trying to protect themselves from bad things, and it it sometimes it can take some willingness to see bad stuff going on well or hurt by bad (laughs) it seems like if the bumblebee stings you 
which is a good example, or the sunburn hurts you, that there are elements in this. Because the world, the, the, the chaotic nature of nature is chaotic from our standards. We're not in ultimate control of when it rains or when the wind blows. And pe- just people, simple things. People don't want to get stung by a bee. You know, no. it's painful. You or know, worse so yet, it's yes. it's one of those. Neptune is can be so subtle, and it's it can really that energy can really sneak up on you, so you don't even really realize that it's happening. And well, it happens to all of us to some degree. You know, I, we all have Neptune in our charts, so right. we're all you know, working <clears throat> through that. Well, <clears throat> kind of completing this picture on its positive nature, they're learning the truth and the spiritual essence of of unifying body and soul with a spiritual na- nature that, oh boy, what was I going to say, that is really common bonds, that we're all in it in common bonds rather than being so pointy fingers. And yeah, that's one of the higher aspects of, of Neptune is really compassion, unconditional love, collective connection. Yeah. Right, or being easily duped, which is probably not <laughs> so empathetic or compassionate. But, you no. know, it's like there's a lot of that going on right now, too. Like yeah. you said, I mean, it, it's almost a form of denial because it's it's the uh, inability to be able to um, to sort of think for yourself. Yeah. That happens. <sighs> yeah, and you can see that with the, there's been so much distortion with fake news. Oh, God, I mean, horrible. when, yeah. Trying to, well, or just the emphasis. I don't know when I when I hear the word fake news. I I must say I'm not quite sure how to interpret that, but I do think that sometimes it's little clips of sound bites don't give the full picture. Like here in Seattle, and this will probably be when we continue. There is this coronavirus, as it has touched the world, and toxins, of course, are part of Pisces. And Neptune. And right now, Neptune is in Pisces. It's been since 2012 in February. It's going to continue to 2026. Mercury retrograded, yeah, in Pisces. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this virus, yeah, exactly. And the way the news is handling this virus is almost complete. Well, it's not even that. It's like it's completely almost out of control. Because like they're isolated scaring. to one area, unfortunately. Well, then they're scaring people with it. You know, they're free, they're making they're getting people panicked. When awareness is good, I mean, awareness say, is awareness totally is good. good. I'm not saying anything no. about awareness. No, and I'm, I'm just clarifying. But, you're, but <laughs> no, but it's it's like there's there's a way to do it without making people panic. Like you exactly. know, there were photos of empty yeah. shelves in Costco for Pete's sake. You know, I mean, it's yeah. like. The, and if you look at the numbers, if you look at some of the other viruses and like and and uh, flus that have happened, it's like we don't have those numbers yet. And granted, it's like, you know, yeah. this is definitely like a global situation and there's like definitely people dying and it is something definitely to be taken serious. I mean, there's also common sense things you can do, too. We will right? continue all of these elements yeah. remembering, yes, that we there is a, a level of uh, common sense. Thank you. That's the word. <laughs> so this is Talk Cosmos Pisces co- Cosmic Collaboration on the 100th show. Yes, March 7th, repeating on the 12th. We'll be back. 
you have a question or something to contribute for today's Talk Cosmos program? If you're listening to the live show on Saturday, the phone lines are now open until 645 Pacific. Give us a call at 888-298-5569 to either join us on the air or we can write it down for you. Once again, that's 888-298-5569. While we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the yin period of Pisces, ruled modernly by Neptune and by Jupiter in traditional astrology of the ancients. By leaving a cycle based on the equality of all humans and brilliancy, Pisces concludes the 12 signs that energetically encompass the entirety of the universe where humans have no control. As a mutable water sign represented by two fish swimming in opposite directions of the forces of life, we experience in Pisces the collective unconscious energy of the unknown. Intuitive, psychic Pisces completes the seed cycle initiated with Aries' willful separation from the Piscean womb. Hi, this is Dan Cusel, Jungian psychotherapist and astrologer, and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, where we explore the connections between the movements of the planets and the evolution of consciousness. Organic, free range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome again. This is Talk Cosmos, March 7th, our 100th show. And just remind people... Go to Talk Cosmos right now, or not right now, what am I speaking of, but soon enough. And if you can contribute or participate in this celebration for our 100th show by entering your name, your phone number, and if you want, with your birth data, which is the date, place, and time, and if you have a question, because we will have a, a grand winner. And we will award that on the 21st. So, and, well, what I'm trying to say is too much at once. But the fact is, is that there will be runner-ups also, at least 10. And so if you want any of those details, it is on Talk Cosmos for today's date, March 7th. And you can find other information there, too. So we have been talking here with my panel members both Shannon Hayes and Amanda Pierce of Seattle. And we're talking about, why is this in my movie? This is Neptune in Pisces and Focus, Not Focus. It's also interrelated. And now we're at the coronavirus, which we don't want to leave you hanging. I mean, we are experiencing here in this little epic center of Seattle. And I should say that with all humbleness. Um, Certainly we don't want anybody to be harmed. But there is some differences, and I'll I'll just initiate it by saying I was listening to a metaphysical person speak, and he was reminding that in 1347-48, when they had the Black Plague, it hit unilaterally everybody. It wasn't a choice. It wasn't an issue that you wouldn't be affected if you were in contact with somebody, whereas this is quite different. This seems to be affecting the compromise, those with health conditions, which would be the elderly, and not all elderly, not everything is one fit size all. 
So I wanted to make that point and that we were being a bit critical, which is important to analyze as we are thinking now in this Mercury retrograde still in Aquarius that will go back into Pisces. But it is quite a mental sign, unlike the Piscean that just experiences more than the thinking aspect. Well, it's more critical thinking, too. Yes, exactly. Good point. And so we're trying to understand it. And we would like to consider that, um, well, the fact that how it's explained and how the media presents it and how people discuss it could be more elaborated so that without the scare tactic. Right. It could have been, yeah, presented a little bit more calmly, but because it is a huge, I mean, it is, you know, it's a huge deal. I mean, people do get, tend to get panicky right away. And you and know? this is, this is pretty historical, really. We've never right. seen this is something like, like this. Right, this in our lifetime. In well, the U.S., yeah. Right, well, and then on the other hand is that the White House managed to effectively get rid of a lot of the C, you know, the CDC. And, um, you know, we have someone who's supposedly governing us who um, blew off the virus, said, ah, you know, it'll go away. And that's not soundbite. It's in print. And he actually said it. Yeah, it's con- it, 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 so it, it confuses people, right? Good word. Yeah, so it gets people confused and it gets people scared. I mean, you know, fear is an uncontrollable fear is another Piscean. It's another part of Pisces. You know, it's being out of control, out of out of fear. Yeah. So, oh, now that goes right back because I wanted to give credit to Ansley McLeod. Was that the name? I think he's the metaphysical person here at East West Books and living in the Northwest that was mentioning about the fact of saying and. In thirteen forty-seven, the difference that uh, oh the that, plague yeah that it it isn't it's not the Black Death that it that affected everybody equally, um, and it, so the mortality rate so far is about three percent. But this is going right, Shannon, to what you were con- contact commenting. Oh boy, the words confusion. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's but, Neptunian today, right? It so is <laughs> the Neptune. sun is conjunct Neptune right now. Ah, right. good. Yeah, there yeah. is. There is a little energetic help here. Yeah. Yep. So what Ansley, A-I-N-S-L-I-E, he's Scottish, he's, he wrote in this uh, newsletter about fear. And it says, in his brilliant book from the 1840s, Extraordinary Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds, the author Charles McKay describes what happens when fear affects large groups of people. Common sense goes out the window to be replaced right? By irrational behavior. Exactly. Yes, yeah. Just, yeah. That's just all. A lot of Neptunian on. concepts yeah. in there. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Irrational behavior, fear, lack it, of common sense, and even crowds. I mean, and crowds. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. A, when we're talking about Neptune or we're talking about global experiences. That's that's a very Neptunian thing. Oh, absolutely. Overstimulation. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting how the Mercury retrograde in Pisces has coincided with this coronavirus. And when you're looking at Mercury retrograde, it's always about kind of reflecting on 
how you're doing things and rethinking things, doing things a little bit different, reclaiming, doing it just just reorganizing because Mercury is, is ruled by both Gemini and Virgo. And Mercury in Pisces is not an easy placement in the natal chart or it's not linear at all. It's not right. linear at all. Right. And it's and it's pretty challenging. And just looking at the timeline for this coronavirus, it about a month prior to the shadow period for Mercury retrograde, we had where the World Health Organization learned of the first case through China reporting the first death, the first case confirmed in the U.S. China starts to impose a strict lockdown. And then the World Health Organization declares a global health emergency, which is the only the sixth time in history that they've done this. Hmm. And then during the retrograde period, we had the first case of local transmission in the U.S., which was here in Washington state, the first death in the U.S., and then the CDC lifts the testing restrictions. What? The CDC lifted the testing restrictions. What's CDC? Um, Center, Center for Disease Control. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they're trying to handle this this outbreak, and the testing kits have just not been available. Right. And so... And that's been part of the problem is right. is we we can't really control something unless we we can test for it's it. Unless, yeah, unless we have the resources and the people yeah. to help do it, which we don't either. Yeah. So the shadow began, the Mercury retrograde shadow began February 2nd. This is when it went into Aquarius at 28 degrees. Right. And then the retrograde began February 16th uh, and... On March 4th, it retrograded from Pisces back into Aquarius. And because Aquarius is a little more objective than Pisces, I mean, because Pisces can be so much about hysteria and and distortion of information. Well, overwhelm. Overwhelm, yeah. There's so much coming in. How do you discern it? It's not that angle. And Mercury, so Mercury in Aquarius, it's still retrograde. But hopefully there will be kind of a shift in the energy that allows for some more scientific breakthroughs, because that's also what Aquarius is. It's breakthroughs and uh, a little more objective thinking. Yeah, it, it, I was just noticing a note, and I hope this feeds into the whole thought process. But it does. Um, our very foundation, what do we protect for survival? How do we navigate? You know, navigation is Mercury. Um, and... These are essential questions that may be uncomfortable to have to be forced upon, but yet very worthy to consider, to reconsider, because life can become, like there's purpose, there's, there's joy, there's to the better side of things, and then there's this distortion of, of, of the quality of life that, is experience. So in other words, I'm saying that if you look at it objectively, there's a commonality with unification of these circumstances. It's like this timeless box. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is even the whole thought of even like addressing it, looking at it, which I think why the Mercury, you know, part of the Mercury being in um, Aquarius right now is because of being in the Piscean hysteria of everything. It's like, you know, you got to, you got to really like, 
do a little critical thinking here on how to best manage a whole lot of a whole lot of chaos for a whole lot of people. You and know? and basically with all the Pisces, it's always good to remember to go to the other um, the opposite end of the spectrum, which is Virgo, which would be critical thinking. Right. And it's also cleanliness and being healthy. Right. Hygiene. I mean, just because right. just because uh, we don't want to go too extreme and go from one end of hysteria to, oh, there's nothing to worry about. Right. Because that's also Piscean. Right. You know, you just... Denial. Yeah, exactly. And yep. Virgo is about being smart and being grounded and being really in this world and, and taking care of the, the details and taking care of maintaining your health. Yeah, managing the wholeness of life yeah you know, it's not not letting wholeness. things yeah it's yeah it's coming from a, a perspective of wholeness oh right? good and, we're we're managing and, out of this and, <laughs> and health well oh, i was falling into a pit <laughs> and and when the when mercury retrograde ends it will be in aquarius and it's on march 9th and it's also the same date as the super full moon which is in virgo two days from now two days march 9th yeah and so it's so the full moon is going to basically illuminate. We're at the we're coming to um, full understanding uh, in this lunar cycle, and the retrograde is ending at the same time. Plus, the sun will be conjunct Neptune and opposing that moon. So there's just a lot of like, where are we globally with our um, movie? With our movie and with our health concerns, our because health it's concerns, in Virgo, right? yeah. and how can we collectively move forward? Because this is happening globally, you know. My, I have a nutritionalist, amazingly, because my own health, you know, I had a broken wrist, and one thing led to the other, rollerblading, and so, and I got a little newsletter, and he, I didn't realize that black tea actually builds immune system. I was the most amazed, and also apple cider vinegar. I happen to like apple cider vinegar and water. Yeah. And you too. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I juice and I rinse my vegetables in apple cider vinegar oh. and water. Yeah, because it also, like, it's very cleansing and it also helps, like, get all of the, like, the the funk off of the vegetables. Oh, you yummy. Know? Does oh, it like taste that. a little bit like that? Not really. No, it doesn't. I, I mean, it, it, everything tastes, like, crisp and fresh. Yeah. But I don't really taste it so much. I mean, I have some that I actually drink too. Yeah. yeah. Another thing. It's really I, good for the gut. I like, well, I don't know if this is good for your immune system, but I suppose it would be. But Olivera? I know at Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. yeah they, well, it's, it's, um, it would be considered like a natural health product. Right. And when we're looking at Mercury retrograde, it stops back in Aquarius. And Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, which is in Taurus right now. So it's right. kind of getting back to nature. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Getting back to nature, looking at health, like health, health and wellness and how to, that we have the resources around us to be healthy. Like we don't necessarily need the antibiotics unless it's like serious. I yeah. Mean, there is a need. I'm not saying there's no need for that at all. But let's That's not, not abuse what I'm saying, it. But let's not abuse no. it. And let's look at healthier remedies that we have right in front of us exactly wash your hands yeah that's one of the best things that you can do and that's what they keep saying wash your hands and wash them for 20 seconds yeah Yeah. wash your wrists wash your fingernails everything i mean it's like it's unbelievable how people really don't wash their hands and that right there is 
a major contaminant. Absolutely. You know, it's like people don't realize and you're touching your face, you're touching other people, you know, yep. it's like, yeah. so it, I, if anything that we learn from this, I mean, I think one good thing that could come out of this whole mess is learning to be more hygienic, learning how to wash your hands, it, paying attention to it's what like you're doing. Getting you know? back to basics. And exactly. how, how much is that like a Uranus and Taurus? Right. Uh, situation that's coronavirus. I mean, it's because right? it's, it's kind of a shakeup. Yeah, it's and like dimension, a shakeup. It's and a dimension waking of people. us up. Right. Uranus is elevation, and it's uh, breaking that pattern. And Taurus is the survival and the land and the those elements. So for those people that aren't well, it's, yeah, it's giving us something like concrete and like the pi- whole yeah. Piscean soup of things. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. I, you go to the yeah. opposite, like the Virgo too. I mean, not even. I mean, just the fact that we have this moon, but again, it's emphasizing, it's re-emphasizing that we have the resources, the Virgoan resources, right? Good Be- points. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. We, we, there are possibilities. For instance, we spoke earlier about the big store chain here in the United States, and we have Costco. I don't know. They must be everywhere, but I didn't go. I, I thought about it, and later I went, ooh, I'm so glad. I mean, the, the line went all the way round around the whole <laughs> building and those Shelves things are huge emptied, right but, so i yeah. waited about four days and by then my own shelves were getting a little scant so <laughs> i went up to the local store which is just about four blocks away which happens to be pcc and that means pacific community cooperative Co-op. yeah and it's been around since the 70s and it's really changed throughout the time it was uh, used to not sell meat but it does sell meat and it had everything everything i needed Oh, I shop there all the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a I, co-op shopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do too. It's not like shipments have stopped. You right. know, stores are getting restocked. Right, food is getting put out. Yeah. You know, and they're and bo- they're but they're like covering their hands when they're working with produce more and stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, because you would see them like That's put true. produce up with their hands. I mean, I scrub the life out of everything. It's like <laughs> I don't trust any of that stuff yeah. anyway but I i've noticed first i forget <laughs> yes yeah i know it's like i look oh, at dear. it and yeah it's like you don't even want to know what i think sometimes right <laughs> it's like oh my god <laughs> bugs parasites and all that neptunian oh, stuff true? yeah yeah of course it has a little protein <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then i think what if i were camping you know it, it kind of rolls in the dirt sometimes but well there right. there is there is some to balance it out there's you don't want to go overboard with like trying to trying to be too clean, right? You know, right? So because there are good bugs out there, and we we want to make sure that we're not sterilizing ourselves to right. the point where our immunity is lowered. Exactly, because yeah, Neptune Pisces rules the immune system too, yeah. right? So I mean, a lot of it is strengthening your immunity. And yeah, the, which you brought up one of you earlier, perhaps Shannon. About whole foods, and I know yeah. yourself, man. All three of us are big on whole foods. That means grains. That felt so good too. I went and they got the packaging, you know, with with all kinds of things. Uh, just felt back to my roots because I used to go there a lot for just everything. So again, we're talking about how to maintain health, and it is getting back to the right. the basics. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Another interesting thing about this coronavirus is the kind of retreating from the social Mm -hmm. and you know businesses are asking 
workers to work from home if possible. Um, social events are being canceled or they're being put online. Even the Pope is planning to telecast mass from the Vatican. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So this is this is kind of a new thing for us, and I I think it's probably gonna we're gonna see more of it. Yeah. Going forward. Going forward, absolutely. Yeah. yeah where I work, it's the same thing. Like, because I work with a senior population, which is where the first outbreak showed was in one of the um, uh, senior living facilities here in Seattle in uh, Washington State, um, and. A lot of a lot of um, a lot of the the facilities are asking people from outside not to come in right now until they you know they're just protecting people like that's the only outbreak so far this one particular facility but they're asking a lot of the other facilities to keep foot traffic down to a, a minimum so yeah I mean yeah. And it's a Mercury retrograde period, so it's right. all about communication. Yep. And how are we going to be communicating going forward? Right. Well, yeah. looking at a note, that could be a note to myself. I will say, preface that. Perhaps that language needs to be connected deeper inside. Because if we, it, with thinking of the idea of Pisces as oneness, Neptune as oneness, and obviously this illness that we're talking is affecting the collective and it, it has every uh, characteristic it, that aligns itself with this um, uh, archetypal energy but along with that also if we consider uh, of empowerment of, of personal self in other words that our connection and communication can be within ourself at center whether we call that spirit and our own and the source and so I think connecting to that language you mean being connected to within yourself Yes, m meditation. Self-centered. And yes, exactly, that too, yes. And, and connecting uh, internally with source, you know, yes. finding that, that reconnection in difficult times uh, and not, and I think that this is, with the Mercury retrograde, I think it's a, a bit of a wake-up call for how are we handling this mentally and what it, what is our internal process for this and can there be a way of connecting with spirits that can help us be in a state of trust that we're going to be okay yeah because it we've covered areas that we understand very chaotic and yet there's also I was thinking we talked earlier among ourselves about the essence of Neptune disintegrating or dissolving and for what purpose? It can either be, I've been thinking for myself, and perhaps others have said this, but inspiration or for demise, recreation, co-creation, and that ethereal, ethereal, am I saying that right? <laughs> ethereal. Uh <-huh. laughs> Thank you. Connection to spirit and body that makes up our soul and our oneness of source. And I guess, too, to remember to speak more in metaphors, poetry, to make our own movies, 
Yeah, Mercury in Pisces is just challenging. And it's going to go back into Pisces March 16th and will be there until April 10th. And it's just... Right, interesting. It's like, yeah, it's like trying to talk underwater. You know, (laughs) it's just... And, and mm-hmm. of course, Pisces rules oceans. So tiny right. bubbles. It's <laughs> right. Yes. Makes yeah. me feel so fun. there. There may be some, um, if you can allow for the disintegration of of mental structure within to allow for newness, new regeneration, new regeneration, yeah, or right? new realities to come forward right? for you. Yeah, there's that potential. Well, I mean, it's interesting, too, though. It's it's like it speeds up and it slows down and it speeds up and it slows down. I mean, I think there's definitely something in that, too. Like, you know, because to keep from being hysterical in when times are challenges, I mean, you do you really do need to stop and just kind of like set, re, reset, recenter yourself. Right. Yeah. Because it does. It helps. It helps you find more clarity. Yeah, yeah, and and with Pisces, there's there's no control. Right, there's you know? no <laughs> control. You cannot control yeah. anything. The stars so, or the heavens. You know, yes. Right, you can't control anything. You can't yeah. control <laughs> the outbreak of a, of a of something that's like mm. becoming a global yeah. nightmare. Right. Toxin. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. how, how do you deal? How do you cope? Right, in situations like that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is like like you know what Sue was saying. It's like you know you find you find a place of peace in yourself where. Where you can you can actually hear yourself. You can hear whatever it is that makes you get up in the morning and move through the course of the day. Something to help you stay centered and focus and yeah, and creative output can right. be really beneficial. Absolutely, and for reali- any Pisces transits. Yeah, and realize that we are connected. That there is this connection. I mean, obviously we're all being connected in this demise, but. And I didn't mean it in that kind of demise. Well, no, maybe, but I mean the global, the whole yeah. global nature also, of what's happening in events. But the interconnection of of, of people, so that um, yeah, we're there's very that global. communication. Yeah, yeah. I will take a brief moment. Next week, we're having Tara, Tara, Tara All, who's been with us before, and we're going to talk more about Neptune in the generational times. It lasts about. 13 years in a sign, and so how we're all coping with it and what we're thinking, so that'll be of its own dimension. And tonight has been our 100th show. Remember, you can participate. Just email info at Talk Cosmos, your name and your phone number, or go to Talk Cosmos, and you'll see that information on March 7th or on the 12th, if you're listening then. Do sign up. You get our little emails to tell you when Shannon and Amanda and Sue and Cosmic Collaboration will return because the next time will be for our third season. Very exciting. Wow. So we have we do have about 10 seconds. <laughs> I'm honored to be on your 100th show. Yay! I know. Yay! So exciting. <laughs> yeah. Well, and thank you, Nathan, for all this uh, uh, the I fireworks. Know. Thank you, My Nathan. Goodness. Thank you, Sue. Yeah, yeah. that was great. <laughs> Well, I guess we're laughing to say, until again, wonderful souls, live and unite.
Thank you for listening to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 6 p.m. to continue finding your roots in the stars.